0: Hi, this is Dr. Meg Hayworth, holistic psychologist and nutrition strategist, and you're listening to Get Well Soon podcast series, the show that explores how to heal yourself with food and the power of the mind. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Meg Hayworth, host of the Get Well Soon podcast series and creator of the Get Well Soon and What Celebrities Eat coaching programs, helping people heal themselves of chronic illness and persistent symptoms with food and the power of the mind. As a celebrity nutritional chef and a holistic psychologist with nearly two decades of experience, I am so excited to bring you some of the most seasoned professionals in the arena of health and wellness. So please share this podcast with anyone you think would benefit. Have amazing interviews with top names like celebrity nutritionist JJ Virgin on traumatic brain injuries, Chris Wark from Crispy Cancer on what everyone needs to know about cancer. Wynn Claybaugh, author of Be Nice or Else and the owner of Paul Mitchell Salon Schools and Dr. Kim DeRamo, bestselling author of the Mind Body Toolkit. So uh, for anyone who leaves a review this month, you will be entered into a drawing for a free 30-minute Get Well Soon session with me, plus a downloadable copy of my acclaimed cookbook, Done with Dairy, Giving Up Gluten, 14 Days to a Delicious and Healthy You. So please just take a minute of your day and help us get the message out of our show to as many listeners as possible. Uh, so today, I'm so excited because I have... This amazing, dynamic woman who is out there changing the world. I mean, really, truly changing the world in an area that it really needs change big time. Um, and that's helping people get clean water. Um, but she's been involved with so many different things. Uh, Sprite Laureano is my guest today. And Sprite was raised by a single mother with six children in the Midwest. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. So she started talking with angels at the age of four and opened her first business by the time she was 23. She became an award-winning book publisher within five years, living penthouse large in Southern California, and that's where I live, so that's that takes a lot. <laughs> her destiny tap bought her face-to-face with her ego, left her broke, and landed in L.A. as a waitress. Wow, what a turnaround. Her eyes and her heart opened and she began following her purpose of service. I love that. And trained to become an emotional trauma and personal empowerment therapist and designed sexual recovery workshops for women for six years. She then became a leader in the direct sales industry, gaining financial freedom in a short time and launched an internet fundraising campaign in 2006 called Feed 333, which fed ready for this number, 1.2 million children in the U.S., and partnered with Feed the Children, Salvation Army, and the NBA Players Association to launch the largest multi-city food distributions in U.S. history. That's huge. That's awesome. She went on to co-founding a multi-million dollar direct sales social enterprise, which provided over 1.8 million in humanitarian aid across the globe. Amazing woman for nearly a decade as an international speaker and transformational leader. She's been crafting a unique form of contribution travel, which we're going to talk about later in this podcast that over a thousand participants have experienced in seven countries. And that has uplifted tens of thousands of families and educators with clean water, education and empowerment. She was living in Liberia training post-war teachers in success and leadership development before and during the Ebola breakout, and now resides in Ecuador, where she is writing her next two books and continuing to produce transformational life events across the globe. Recently, she co-founded The Water Bearers, which is a movement inspiring women who who have access to clean water to get it to those who do not across the planet. The first 30-day campaign held from February to March of this year funded over 3,200 clean water systems that will get clean water access to over 320,000 people for 10 years. Like This is so exciting, um, and I myself was a water bearer who helped her get this out there. So to get involved in that, uh, because it's still going on, of course, is uh, I want you just to go and log on to www.thewaterbearers org. So Sprite Laureano, thank you so much for being on the show.
1: <laughs> oh, Meg, <laughs> thank you so much for having me here. And thank you so much for being a water bear and being a part of this amazing opportunity to help so many people.
0: You're welcome. You know, it's just it was such a no brainer for me um, when I heard about what you were doing because You know, I think about how we just turn on the faucet here in the U.S. You know, and and we do still complain about you know the heavy metals in the water or the fluoride in the water or all the different impurities that we deal with here, but it's nothing like what you've seen across the globe. So, can you tell listeners what is it like out there? What kinds of things are you seeing, and are you correcting?
1: Yeah, Uh, you know, it's um, it's really just. Crazy when you think about it, because it's almost mm-hmm. a billion people still on the planet that don't have clean water to drink. And, wow. you know, and we do just take that for granted. But, um, you know, when I was living in Liberia, I had the opportunity to have friends who were professional people just like mm-hmm. me who were up at five o'clock in the morning. Every day, standing in line with their bucket to go get water that wasn't even clean. They would bring it home; it had little red wow. in it, and um, and then they, you know, get all dressed in their professional outfits and go to work. And that wow. is really, you know, like I think that really brings it home for people that um, it's not just the images that you know we see um, in the media about people that don't have access to clean water. You know, it's, um, people like Mm -hmm. me and you just trying to live a normal Mm -hmm. life and they literally just, you know, can't, um, just go and get clean water unless they have, you know, money as well. A lot of these places, um, maybe they're living on a dollar or $2 a day, so they can't go buy water either. Um, yeah. And, uh, um, and there are solutions. <laughs> That's the good news. There's solutions so that you know people don't have to experience experience that. Um,
0: yeah,
1: and it's everywhere. You know, it's even it's mm-hmm. even in the United States. I mean, we we have people in the U.S. Um, you know that live uh, in the Ozarks and Tennessee mountains, and you know a lot of mm-hmm. states. And on the reservations, there's a lot of places even in the U.S.
0: Um, that people don't have clean water. Wow. And and are you helping with those places as well? We will be now that we have mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> filters that have been funded and we hope to be able to um, you know fund a whole lot more so that, yes, we can um, help people in the U.S. as well as other places around the world. You bet.
0: Now, in this recent campaign that you just did with Water Bearers, um, for the three hundred twenty thousand people, uh, w- did you focus in a, on a specific area of the globe?
1: No, um, no. I mean, there's you know, there's really need everywhere. We partnered with an organization called Waves for Water that I've been partnering with since about two thousand and ten, and they actually have distribution networks in. Uh, 64 countries and expanding. And so the great news about that is they have um, a system already in place in a lot of countries. They just need the filters. So our focus has been, you know, raising money to get the filters donated mm-hmm. um, and, then, and then also contributing to, you know, getting them distributed um, as well. Mm-hmm. So... I've also been distributing the filters myself um, since two thousand ten so
0: oh okay wow that's that's great so but you decided to do this big campaign to expand it exponentially I guess yes <laughs> be- yeah yeah
1: it's um you know uh it's it's amazing and incredible to be able to um you know take twenty filters, 50 filters, whatever that is, you know, at a time, and get it out to people. But, um, you know, really recognizing that when we all come together and if we can um, get a lot of filters donated, then a great organization like Waves for Water can just keep going out and doing what they do really well, um, just get clean water to people. So. Um, you know, with the system that we use, it's it's really simple. You know, as you know, it's a fifty dollar water system that serves a hundred people for up to ten years. So it's a, it's an amazing viable solution and really exciting because you know we can help a lot of people really inexpensively.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is exciting. Um, and it's a, you know for us it's a small cost. You know, you were when you were saying some of these people that that you're servicing. Uh, only make one or two dollars a day you know I mean we spend that on a bottle of water okay. here in the U.S. you know mm-hmm. so it just you know to be able to help these people uh, with their their wellness because can you talk a little bit about the uh, the conditions of the people and what's happening I mean what are the statistics of people becoming sick from water
1: yeah you know every community that I go into when you know I'm working with um, underserved communities that don't have access to clean water the number one thing that they always say when I'm talking especially to you know the women I usually connect with the women the mothers um, Mm -hmm. in the communities and the number one thing they say is our children you know the children are the most susceptible so um, it's the children the babies that get sick the babies that die from um, the bacterias and the oh. viruses that are in the water, and the elderly. So um, those are you know the two age groups that are affected the most. And um, the other the other huge strain on a community, and most people mm-hmm. don't think of this, but um, it's it's the girls and the women that are the water bearers. Typically, they're the water gatherers of an underserved mm. community. Mm -hmm. And so they have to spend their time going and getting water and preparing the water for the family. That means that they're not doing, um, they're not in school, they're not doing constructive Uh, um, activities for the community, right? So statistics have absolutely shown that when you give, um, when you get a community clean water and Mm -hmm. the the girls don't have to go fetch the water and the women... Mm -hmm. Um, can serve the community in other ways that the communities start to thrive. Um, and it's, you know, um, statistically mm-hmm. proven all over the world in every country. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's actually one of the most core basic places to start in serving um, any, any underserved country is water. Get, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting clean water. Um, does so much it you know reduces the health risks, obviously, but it actually mm-hmm. uplifts the economic um status of the community as well
0: in a community like that that you see i mean how many uh uh women would go out to get the water and would it be an all day task like what's it what's it like in the day of a life of a water bearer
1: yeah it's it's all it's all different, um, and you know, like I said, it could be in in a really um, populated area like um, Monrovia, Liberia, for example, which is the capital that um, has um, about a million people in it. Um, wow. Most people still don't have you know access to clean water, so mm-hmm. they're um, they're instead having to you know go get water in the morning. Um, it just uh, one of the other major statistics about this is that when you're sending girls out to get the water, you mm-hmm. increase the opportunities for rape. Um, oh, and yeah. so those are there's so there's a lot of um, there's a lot of other issues that happen in the community because of the lack of clean water. Right. Wow. And those are the things we tend to not think about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's so wonderful that you're out there doing this for people. Um, what are some other things that you've learned about wellness and waters on your journeys?
1: I've learned for myself, um, you know, how much I've taken water for granted myself. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, it's, uh, it's amazing because even during this campaign, you know, I've been in clean water actually since 2008. Um, as far as funding various types of clean water systems, started funding rain catching systems back in 2008 mm-hmm. for different areas of Africa. And um, uh, And you know still, through even this campaign, the mm-hmm. way that I even my consciousness, Even was increased more. Was incredible. Like I found myself, uh, um, and one day having a having like a half of a glass of water that was just sitting, you know, in a glass on the counter for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. It was just sitting there because I was busy, whatever.
0: (laughs) Yes, um, I have
1: that all the time. And and I picked it up and I I went over to put it in the sink, right, to dump it in the sink because I'd been sitting there for a couple of days. And it was, and I just stopped myself and I looked at it and I was like, what am I doing? And instead (laughs) I just walked it over to a little plant, you know, that I had outside and I put it in the plant. So it's very interesting. Again, there's kind of that unconsciousness that we have around water.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like running the water while you're brushing your teeth or, uh, and and, doing the dishes (laughs)
1: Yeah, and I think that um, how do those things affect our health? Was your, you know, the question for me is recognizing that my health isn't just the physical aspect of my body, right? My, as a holistic Mm -hmm. being, my health is everything. It's about the way that I'm thinking. It's about Mm -hmm. the way that I'm feeling and my connection actually to water, like my love for water, my growing, my love for water and my consciousness for water Mm -hmm. is actually Mm -hmm. creating more health for me, I'm I'm loving myself more, um, mm-hmm. and and you know there's been so many studies now regarding mm-hmm. that um, how water actually holds con- consciousness. You know, we can go back to the, mm-hmm. the, you know that Dr. Emoto wrote about the message yes. in water, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so, so it's like there's there's so much <laughs> more about um, about water, um, than just, you know, just even what we've talked about already as far as mm-hmm. whether it's clean or not, but really like developing, um, a consciousness, a healthy consciousness around mm-hmm. water is what I've learned
0: and I'm still learning it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been like an evolution then. It is an evolution,
1: and I, I believe like everything is right um, mm-hmm. we as evolving beings and you know we know that um, even you know globally um, we're Mm -hmm. evolving in our consciousness as beings. And um, so I know that as I continue to lift my own consciousness around water Mm -hmm. and others are lifting their consciousness around water, we're actually doing so much more to heal the planet. You know, one of the cool things that we've done, taking this idea from um, Dr. Moto and the Messages in Water, is Mm -hmm. when we take these water systems out now Mm -hmm. to the communities We actually have stickers that we put on the buckets that are attached to the water system Mm -hmm. and that say for the love of water and thank you water because we recognize Mm -hmm. that there's there's a lot of love and consciousness that has gone Mm -hmm. into um you know the delivery of all of these systems so it's um And I know, you know, with your audience, we can talk about this because your audience understands that that health Mm -hmm. is more than just a physical thing. Right. Yes,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And in fact, for listeners who may not know um, about Dr. Emoto, um, uh, he wrote the book Messages in Water. And um, you probably know a lot more about it than I do. But I remember seeing some of the photos of uh Water and how it's affected by certain words, um, certain emotions, um, and had these beautiful pictures of these crystalline structures that were pictures of water.
1: Yeah, um he did these experiments where he um where he froze the the water and so that the that the he would put different words on the water and also um, even affected the water with various types of music and then they would take photos of the crystals that were formed and absolutely phenomenal because without exception over all of these different uh, experiments uh, the The crystals that were subjected to love and thank you, actually love and thank you were the two highest vibrations that created the most perfect crystals every single time mm-hmm. um, and then-
0: <laughs> that's so and they're so beautiful I mean, if you just saw these photos, you just i was mesmerized by it. it was just something you just want to stare at like you know meditate on <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, on the contrary, the words like I hate you or, um, um, you know, and even like um, heavy metal music, you know, versus classical music, how they affected the shape of the crystals. So, um, you know, it's it's truly amazing. I actually had an opportunity um, years ago. I was living on an organic farm up in Oregon, and this incredible scientist had built these greenhouses where he had piped, so all of the water that came into the greenhouses ran over these crystals that came from um, uh, off of the coast of uh, Australia, um, and and then he had piped in um, classical music and all of this, oh and he uh-huh. did these amazing experience um, experiments with you know these greenhouses and what he grew, and then he would grow plants. Um, you know, just like normal way without any of that. And the plants mm-hmm. that he grew were, um, they had 30% more sugars. They were like the sweetest wheatgrass on the planet. You never needed a, cha- a chaser. <laughs> With this, it was so amazing. Um, and they grew faster. They grew like 40% faster. And, you know, it was just like, you know, you walk into the greenhouse and it's totally happy. Um, uh, because, you know, again, it's like water is informing, right. so it's like water is informing our consciousness, which is mm. quite amazing.
0: Gosh, makes so much sense, too, and, you know, considering as humans we are 80% water, we are required to have it, um, uh, and the energy of what you're putting into your body and the intention you have behind it, I mean, it's there's a lot of evidence out there to support that All those things go together, help us get better.
1: Yes, they do. And you know, this is really this is the the piece of wisdom that we are sharing along with our clean water system. So um, it's I you know, it's part of what makes this really exciting for me. It's it's amazing to be able to get clean water to people. And at the same time, it's also really amazing to have these kinds of conversations with people all around the world and in um, impoverished communities. Because the truth is, like they get it; <laughs> they all get it, and it's really fun. We just did. Um, we, just did yeah, we just did a distribution. Yeah, we just did a distribution here in Ecuador, and we brought mm-hmm. filters. We brought um, fifty filters to the Yasuni. Amazon of Ecuador which was made famous um, with uh, the oil spills back in 2013 mm, totally mm-hmm. destroyed the water systems there and wow. so we were just a couple weeks ago we brought um, the systems in you know to people and just you know so excited and happy and you know recognizing um, that they just they're not going to have to be sick anymore, you know, from the water, and and it's a real it's a real thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so great, really amazing. So, I, I'm I'm curious about just the semantics too of how this works, um, in terms of the water filters themselves. I mean, I would imagine that since water bearers have to leave the community to get the water, um, does are you Typing in water too. I mean, like how is how is this happening? Like, does every community have a water system, and you're just attaching the filters? Or?
1: Yeah, um, these particular filters will um, are are great for. They're called point of use systems, meaning that you um, they're used um, at the point where you get the water. So these are systems that are good for. Communities that are taking their water from wells, they're taking their water mm-hmm. from you know rivers and swamps, and um, typically having to boil the water. Okay. Um, in order to you know that that that's usually um, you know that's the only way that they have access to um, mm-hmm. to the water is through boiling it. Um, And boiling it does not, you know, does not mean that they have clean water. Right. But it does, you know, it it kills some of the bacteria. It doesn't kill everything. And and not only that, you know, it was really amazing. This is kind of one of those um, very powerful, dramatic stories that Mm – you wouldn't expect would make a difference but um, I was in Africa delivering water with a group a couple years ago a group that I brought with me there and we were utilizing you know we were showing the um, villagers how to use the system and Mm -hmm. their water source was black and you know I have (gasps) Oh my gosh. Uh, We literally have pictures of this. It's like as black as the pants that I'm wearing right now. And, um, and within, you know, a minute they had, you know, that black water and then they had completely clean, you know, clear, safe, you know, not Mm -hmm. just clear, but safe water. And when we gave the glass to the chief to drink, Mm -hmm. He took mm-hmm. a sip, and the very first thing he said was, "It's cold." And huh. the look on his okay. face was like a child at Christmas time, and it just uh. lit up, and everyone started laughing, and they were all like, "Oh!" And they were all reaching for the water. He had oh never God. in his life, and he was probably like seventy, the chief. Uh-huh. Tribe, he he had never had cold water
0: okay from the boiling
1: got it yeah you just and they're in Africa I mean it's hot and but the water (laughs) oh my gosh how refreshing yeah it was cold you know and it's like wow talk about really taking something for granted how amazing that tastes to be able to have you know a glass of cold water when it's hot so yeah that's that that sticks with me
0: (laughs) <laughs> wow that's powerful i mean just the visual of black water i mean i've seen some of the pictures for the water bearers and how you have this one great picture of uh, two children and one has uh, the dirty water and one glass and the other one has the clean water and the other glass and the the dirty water is you know it's it's cloudy it's brown it's you know you can see it's dirty um mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, yeah, to see those massive, but so these filters, like I think if they can t- turn black water clear, <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> they're it's, pretty awesome. Uh,
1: yeah, you know, and we always tell then when we're doing the demonstration, it looks like magic, but it's not. It's real science. And, um, you know, and that's really exciting for individuals to see. And the truth is it's exciting for people in the developed world to see. I had a donor just recently through this campaign say something so powerful. Um, He took that picture that we were sending around of where I was, I was holding, you know, a glass of the dirty and a glass of the clean. And he said, um, and he sent it out, you know, to the people that he knew. And he said, I don't even know how thirsty I'd have to be to drink that water that's in the other glass. But that's, normal right for some for for almost a billion people on the planet you know that's that's normal so and so it's it's great to know that it doesn't have to be you know it's great to know that um, to me that's it's part of what makes life exciting is you know being able to know that we can make a difference so easily for others
0: yeah no kidding (laughs) Wow (laughs) Um so you have do these distribution trips and that you've got one coming up. Can you let listeners know how they can get involved?
1: Yeah, I'd love to. Um it's it's really it, it's an amazing opportunity. I mean, it's it's obviously really rewarding to be able to donate a filter that costs $50. Mm-hmm you know, is going to serve a hundred people for up to 10 years, but to then take that to the next level and to actually Mm -hmm. get to bring that filter to a community and to see the difference it makes for them to see the look on their Mm -hmm. face when that Uh water goes from, you know, black to white or to clear. And, um, Um, and, and to be able to learn from them. And I think one of the amazing things about, um, doing these types of, uh, what I call, you know, contribution adventures is that, Mm -hmm. um, it's a wonderful opportunity to expand our own thinking and our own consciousness by meeting and talking with people who live such a different way, um, Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, really growing our perspective, growing, um, growing our grace and growing yeah. our gratitude. Uh, yes. and the ripple effect that that has throughout our whole life is really amazing. So I'm really, um, grateful that I've been able to do this. Um, I've been taking people on trips since 2008, <laughs> We have a, oh, wow. Yeah, it's great. And we have a we have um, a trip coming up um, to Tulum, Mexico, which is absolutely incredible.
0: I have <laughs> to say Tulum is one of my favorite places on Earth. It's the one of the prettiest beaches I've ever been on anywhere. Oh, I love it. And then the ruins. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous.
1: And, you know, in. What's amazing is that it's, it is a complete tropical paradise. It's obviously a very sacred place for the um, ancient Mayans, uh, actually the cenotes, Mm -hmm. which are the the sacred water holes. Um, They, you know, Ah. they, you know, believed they, they knew that water held consciousness and, um, Mm -hmm. and so we're, really, you know, and yet outside, just outside of this amazing tropical paradise, are thousands mm. of people that don't have clean water.
0: Wow, I had no idea. I mean, I'd been down to Tulum twice and Playa del Carmen in that general area, and I had no idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hidden from the tourists. <laughs> so yeah, of course. Just, yeah. And, um and, you know, and it's like that a lot of places around the world. Um, You know, you just kind of step outside of, that um, area, you know for tourists and and you find people that don't have clean water and um, wow. so it's an amazing opportunity um, it's a it's a week long trip, and um, we are um, diving deeper together uh, in uh, workshops around heart resonance and lifting our own consciousness, lifting our connectivity with each other, with ourselves, with nature, with um, the divine, with the sacred waters, as well as taking clean water systems um, out to serve you know, hundreds, uh, potentially thousands of people. And so that's May 16 to May 22nd, we'll be there.
0: That's the next trip. And so if people want to get involved in that, um, like how many spaces do you have for people? I mean, you sort of, um, well, how many? Yeah, we have,
1: uh, we have about 10, I believe we have about 10 spaces left and, and they can okay. go to uh forward slash trip hyphen Tulum, T-U-L-U-M hyphen M-X for Mexico and, um, and I'm sure you'll have that on your site for people.
0: Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. So that's great. That's great. And then in terms of the water bearer campaign and, uh, can people still just go to the and just donate anytime?
1: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Yay. you know, our, our goal Meg was, you know, I, I have a saying that says, you know, shoot for the stars because most people shoot for the moon and they only hit the roof of their house and they never go. (laughs) And um, So I always shoot for the stars so we decided we were going to go for a million people getting clean water access in 30 days and um, we got to about 320,000 which is exciting we're still marching towards a million and so yes people can absolutely um, come and still donate at thewaterbears.org, and um, they can, um, you know, they can uh, support a team. Uh, you're you're on there. They can even um, click support a team and okay. click on uh, Meg Hayworth on your name, and they and can I'm donate fine. right there, you know, to uh, to your campaign. Yes,
0: um, mine is a uh, team get well soon. So yeah, <laughs> it's easy do. to remember <laughs> in the, theme, the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. And, yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and we'll,
1: you know, and as far as, um, you know, what's next We're I'm personally, we just got done with the campaign and this is something that myself and my co-founder Jane Britton birthed, um, about six months ago and thank, Goodness! That incredible women like you from all around the world. We had about a hundred and women, hundred and eight women step up as um, team leaders to share a campaign with their friends and and um, so and it was and it was a big effort, you know. So so we're we're now we've been riding this huge wave, you know, working very hard for. Um, about five, six months, and now we're taking a little break. We're in the ebb <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and rebuilding our energy for what that next wave will be. And we don't know yet. And we're excited to, um, to see what that is and to co-create with the amazing women that have come aboard and men Mm -hmm. who have stepped forward Mm -hmm. to support the campaign to, um, to take it to the next level.
0: That's fantastic. So yes, we can all help other people get clean water. I think it's such a beautiful service and I, I love that you're mixing the, uh, the raising of consciousness, the raising of that energy of love and gratitude and peace and connectivity among the communities Um, along with the water, it's, it's really a beautiful service. And, you know, when I think about getting well and, you know, the thing that I talk about the most is helping people get well. Um, that those two things that, that, uh, the, the way that you think, the way that you feel and how you project that into your own body changes the water in your body, Mm -hmm. which is 80% of you. Um, it changes the cells and, uh, it's, just, it's, a, it's a brilliant concept, and uh, it's not just a mechanical sort of let's get the water to these places. It's so much deeper than that.
1: Thank you. Thank you for recognizing that and commenting on it. And, you know, we, and we do know, statistics do tell us um, that when we are in service, when we're in intentional service, that we are increasing our health that we're, Mm. um, we're actually, you know, doing what's good for our body, Mm -hmm. being in service to others, because, you know, that by being in service, it literally triggers the endorphins and the different chemicals in your, Mm -hmm. your body. Um, and it, you know, so it has like this, this chain, chain effect. And, um, you know, those things are real and, you know, it's, I, I think it's it's exciting that you mm-hmm. have a platform like this for people Thanks. to be learning.
0: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you for being a part of it. It's really important. Yeah, we're all in this
1: together. So,
0: yeah, definitely. And that's how I see this podcast as well. It's service, you know, to help people um you know, not just with chronic illness, but people to understand there's so much more, so many more ways to heal ourselves, um, to get well and stay well. And what you're doing is a huge piece of that. It's fundamental, you know, so it's, I just see it raising the consciousness of humanity Mm -hmm. in all ways. So that's great. Um, so, uh, do you have any? Oh, you know what? You did say something to me about there. Is there some kind of free download that you have for people?
1: Oh yeah, um, yes. We actually have a lot of free downloads, so it's not just from me. Yes. But there is one from me too. But if um, so, by going to thewaterbearers.org, uh, you, they um, up at the top menu, you can click on resources. And we have a wisdom library because of oh, I like that <laughs> yeah and there are all kinds of amazing, free wisdom resource tools there on you know um health, wellness, you know, oh great, mind, body, all kinds of things. If you don't have yours up there yet, we need to get yours up there too but um okay. and and uh i have a I have a meditation. That I've put up there. It's a meditation that I do every single morning, uh, mm. called the Savasana meditation. It's a um, it's an Ah meditation. Ah is the sacred sound of the heart, and um, and it's a meditation that connects you with the resonance of your heart, which is joy, which is love, which is openness and connection, and um, it's a great way to start the day. So.
0: Wow, that's fantastic i love that because people are asked me this a lot they want meditations um so that's beautiful just to to have that to help you know it just meditation helps so much in calming calming your thoughts calming your body your mind your soul and it just brings so much healing to the body um and there's there's a lot of studies that also support that as well uh, it's uh really powerful powerful way to actually heal a lot of chronic diseases I've known people who've completely healed a number of different chronic diseases just from meditation alone mm-hmm. so
1: it's really true I have also and this specific meditation that I do is um, with the sound resonance of ah is you know it's the that resonance is the, the the oldest indigenous people on the planet the Aborigines from Australia. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. are the are they still do this every day for um for for healing. So mm-hmm. they live a long time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is there must uh, be something oh, that, to that uh, meditation. Yeah. <laughs> and not to mention they probably eat fresh real food mm-hmm. and aren't exposed to forty-four thousand chemicals like we are here in the US. Ah
1: <laughs> all the more reason, right? Yep. Yeah, to exactly. exactly. That. You
0: and I, you and I are doing our part <laughs> to right. let people know it doesn't have to be like this. That's right. um, <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much for being on Get Well Soon. I've just been such a pleasure talking with you. You're
1: so welcome, Meg. Thank you. I feel honored to be your guest today and to be
0: invited to share with your community. Thank you. You're welcome. So if you have a chronic illness like diabetes, fibromyalgia, irritable bowel syndrome, or cancer, or maybe you have a persistent symptom like migraine headaches, skin rashes, a cough that just won't go away, if any of those things, I would love to work with you to help you get well soon. You can find me on Facebook. You can message me. Join my private wellness community on Facebook, also called Get Well Soon. Or just check me out at meghayworth.com to sign up for a free consultation and please just take a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes. And remember for anyone that leaves a review this month, you will be entered into a drawing for a free 30 minute get well soon session, plus a downloadable copy of my cookbook done with dairy, giving up gluten. So please just take that minute and share this podcast, this message of today about water and wellness to as many people as possible. Remember that food can kill you or food can heal you. The choice is up to you. This is Dr. Meg Hayworth. Thank you for listening. I truly hope that this podcast series will help you get well soon. For more information, go to meghayworth.com to sign up for our email list, get your free copy of five anti-inflammatory on-the-go lunch recipes, and access to our private Facebook community.